I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box to Duffy. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Yeah! Duffy! Hello everybody, welcome back to New York Talk. This is part two of the predictions where the rest of us who didn't pick last night go, go, go again to show our knowledge of Rotherham United. Um, <laughs> let's see like, like we did last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have Mick, who's obviously with us. Mick's going to be taking charge of most of tonight. Um, hello, Mick. <laughs> it's going to go really well, this, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Will, back with us. How are you doing? Well, how's your summer been, Will? Yeah, really good, thank you. Hope you guys are doing really well as well. Uh, I'm just looking at the comments and I can see Reg is joining from Turkey. Just wondering if Reg is joining from an in- insider Turkey or the country itself. <laughs> 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 Let us know, Reg. Let us know. <laughs> um, Joy, Phil and the Millers, how are you doing, Joy? Hi, guys. Good to have you back with us. And Danny is with us. Why is he going, Danny? It's going good, lads. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Um, so same drill as last night. We're all going to go through category by category and then laugh at each other as we've all put rubbish answers like Ben did. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Driving last night, Mick, you're going to go through everybody's just so it makes more sense than, than anything else, really, because otherwise there would be no point you being here. So... That's true, actually. Yeah, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so we're straight into it, yeah? Uh, unless you've got something else you want to cover first. I don't think there's been any news. So. <laughs> other than uh, the kit numbers being officially announced? Yeah, with yeah, zero changes. No, no That's zero changes. Yeah. <laughs> Although Tommy is still number nine, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it, off you go, mate. All oh, right, thank you very much. <laughs> right, so first category is player of the season. So I'll come to you first, enjoy on that one. What do you think, player of the season? Who's your pick? Well, like I said to you in the uh, back studio, 
I've got a list here and I've got four different choices for each category. <laughs> but um, my first, off my first gut feeling choices, my player of the season is Mr. Cameron Humphreys. Yes. Um, I think he will just step up. I mean, I think he was pretty awesome last year. He's going to be our multi-million pound sale in the next, maybe January, maybe this time next year. He's our big number one player, assuming we can keep him fit and healthy. Uh, I mean, that uh, block that he did when uh, Victor did that save in the United game was absolutely top draw. And his positional sense is just getting better. And the fact that, you know, he's got that turn of speed and he's just a young man as well, isn't he? You know, he's yeah. got the world at his feet as far as I'm concerned. So, Cam Humphries for me, please. Joy, that's a great choice. A fantastic choice. And only people who really know what they're talking about make that choice. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Those oldies have got to stick together, Mick, haven't we? Absolutely, Joy. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Matt, what was your choice? For me, and I can't wait to know his pick this year, there's only one man that's going to be in player of the season, and I'm afraid it's going to be Victor again. <laughs> he, he is going to be pretty busy because, because of where we're probably going to be, and we know how good he is. Uh, if he has half as good a season as he had last year, he'll still win player of the season. Um, he's the best keeper in the division. I'm just, yeah, uh, it's just for me, I think that's nailed on, but... I hope, he, I hope it isn't like you said last night, Mick. I hope he isn't because that means he's been he's not been very busy. But I just it feels for me it feels like it's nailed on Victor, to be honest. Well, and he fits into a similar category to Cam Humphreys, as, mm. as Joyce just mentioned there, in terms of somebody who is going to take this club forward, whether well, for, for two reasons. One, while he's playing for us, and two, once once he inevitably leaves, um, mm. because he will play in, in the Premier League, won't he? Uh, oh, yeah. at some stage so or, or at that level whether it be in this country or, or somewhere else so yeah I uh, like it Will where, where are you going? Um, I'm sort of on, on halfway house here sat on the fence but I think they're sort of both right uh, if if we're going to both if we're going to stay up this season our best player is probably going to have to be a defender or a goalkeeper I've shaded it with Victor um, I think it's really good to have his commitment it sounds like um, you know, he really wants to be here and uh, if he's on form, as we've seen last season, we've got uh, arguably the best keeper in, in the division. So I've gone with Victor. I can certainly see why people are going with Cam Humphries. Um, I think it's going to be a really big breakout season for him. Obviously, he had a really good season last year, but there's going to be a lot more exposure on the championship this year because of the, the size of the teams that are in there. Mm. So I'm really interested to see how, how he goes, basically. But yeah, I've gone with just edge, edged it with Victor. Yeah. And Danny, what about you? Yeah, I didn't know we had to make lists for today. <coughs> um, oh, we don't have to make a list, mate. <coughs> yeah. Given, yeah. given the given the title of the uh, the podcast, it's a predict uh, pre season prediction show. <laughs> Who is going to be our player of the season for next year? Um, season. Off the top of my head, it's like a, um, a toss-up between three of them, and it's going to be Victor, Humphreys and Cafu, I think, um, is the surprise one in there, just from how he's been in pre-season. But he doesn't quite have the um, reliability that we've seen from Victor and Humphreys so far. 
Um, but for me, it's going to be a massive season for Victor. Um, so I'm going to say he's going to be the player of the season again. Victor, three votes. I don't think he got any last night, did he? Didn't get any last night, no. For, not for player of the season, anyway. Um, bit of a shock, that. Well, there you go. Right, moving on, Danny. Just you've been doing this podcast for too long, like mm-hmm. with me for too long, because just <laughs> come along without doing any research at all. <laughs> I've done research. I've even written questions down. <laughs> right. So yeah. next one uh, is a rising star, um, young player, basically starting the season under twenty-three. Um, Matt, we'll come to you first on that one. It's a real struggle to pick one, really. I mean, the Rose and McGuckin are the two obvious ones because they're ours, but we're not going to get, we're not going to see him play this year. Where where their loan is, is obviously is obviously still obviously be decided. Hopefully, it's an EFL loan, but it might be National League. So I couldn't pick them because I'm not going to see him play. So the only one I could pick is is Dexter, the guy, the young kid from Wolves. I, I'm really excited about him. To be honest, it's, it's not just always the only one there. I, mean, I, I am still very excited to see how he goes on as well. Highly rated by Wolves fans and everyone who seems to be in the note, Wolves speaks positively about him. As we've mentioned a few days ago, keeping Wes out of the Jamaican national team or out of the squad, um, which says to me it's possibly an upgrade. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, Dexter, I won't say his last name. Jamaica obviously think it's an upgrade, don't they? Well, exactly. Um, and, and, and no matter where they sit in the sort of international standings, they're, they're still an international. Mm-hmm. Side, aren't they? You know, with players playing across the world. So, um, if they think he's uh, an upgrade, then he's an upgrade, isn't he? Um, which is sad, right? Because I was big fan of Wes. But anyway, he not play for us anymore, does he? So, Will, what about you? Move on. <laughs> so, for me, this this criteria uh, makes it a pretty easy choice. There's only one player that's under 23 at the moment in the match day squad. So, I've gone with Dexter Lendekisa. A um, little bit of an unknown to, to most people, I think, because of his age and his lack of experience. I've seen a little bit of him in the Papa John's Trophy, uh, Gold Cup and some academy games now as well. He's pretty raw, uh, as you'd expect from his age, but he's got really good athleticism. I think he'll be uh, a really big attacking threat next season. Of course, he's got to get in the side ahead of uh, Fred Onyedimma, which is, is not an easy thing to do, I don't think, for him. For the people that I've spoken to within the game, they say that his, his, his area of, of opportunity is, is defensive work, uh, which, with all due respect, that's the reason he's coming to us, because he's going to have to defend quite a lot this season. Um, and it's a, it's a part of his game that will develop uh, through experience and, of, and under the mentorship of uh, not only Matt Taylor, but also Lee Peltier as well, who I think is, is going to be the perfect mentor for him. So... Uh, Dexter Lambikisa, I think certainly in terms of the squad makeup, we do now need to start to look at uh, some some younger uh, people coming through uh, as well. Yeah, and then of course the loan market's still open. You never know, do you? Yeah, we don't know what um, what the, the recruitment team have got planned at the moment. So um, who, who knows? There might be another one added into the mix, and we'll all be wrong. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Danny, what about you? Um, I'm going to have to go for Dexter as well, who I very incorrectly said was called Derek in the opening of the vlog. Whoops, that's my bad. Um, um, but yeah, but I'm just going to echo what Will said. Um, he does have to work on his defensive game, but that will come with progression and learning from Peltier. Um, but from the little showing we saw against Lincoln, he's got a lot of potential, that kid. 
And um, I think he'll just go from strength to strength this season. Um, I think it is a season-long loan, so fingers crossed Wolves don't end up recalling him early. Uh, and he is ours for the entirety of the season. And if he is, he'll just keep building up and up and up. Um, so, And that's the literal definition of a rising star, isn't it? There you go. So he did do some research. Well, the beer did. <laughs> Enjoy. What about you, Dexter? Got to be, isn't it? He's the only one under twenty-three that's uh, in the squad, and other than Jake Hall, but he, he, Hall is, but he's likely to be going out on loan. It's just a shame, isn't it, that none of our uh, young lads are going to get the opportunity to have a run out in the team, unless it's in the early days of the Carabao. I don't know. Maybe they'll show again, you know, a little run out against Morecambe. I don't know, but uh, it's obviously we. There's few we don't want to hang around in the Carabao any longer than we need to, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I just think it's a little bit of a shame that we haven't got more of a choice for the mm. breakout star, mm. to be brutally honest. You know, JJ in there, but don't think a player. Yeah, there is JJ, but there's still queries about his mm. uh, ability to manage his physicality, isn't there? Because, you know, he seems to be having a breakout season for the last two or three years and it's broken down every time, hasn't he? Mm. So. Uh, you know, I suspect they'll be working on that, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes out on loan again this season. Yeah, yeah. just got a couple of comments. Um, Mark says Dexter or Derek, whichever one you want to pick. <laughs> so does Cal. Um, Terry Fimmer says Fred or Dexter. Fred's twenty-four, so couldn't be picked in this one, sadly. Um, Simon Thorne says we talked about Derose last night on the show. It'd be good. It's good to see him get some minutes if we decide to keep him. Yeah. Uh, Palmer on Dexter says, "Who was the last player we had that was called Dexter?" For some reason, I'm not so keen on that name. <laughs> Flashbacks. Mm. To certain, if you're, if you're old enough to remember that season, you'll remember the last I, Dexter. I, I suspect that that ghost is going to be exercised this season. I hope so. Yeah, we can put that to bed once and for all, can't we? Right. Yeah. Okay. So next category then, which is sounds the same, but it's not break breakout star. Which player this season is going to take their game up a level? Doesn't matter of age, who is going to be the one that steps up? Will, what about you? What do you think? Uh, um, did hard about this one. Um, I'm going to go a little bit uh, out there, I think. Uh, I do question whether you can be a breakout star at 24 years old, having played 190 games already. Uh, but I'm going to go with Ben Wiles. Um, really excited to see him move into more of a, a 10 role by the looks of it, what we've seen from uh, from pre-season. I think he's he's a guy that's really good in that half space and interprets space really well, can shoot, can assist. Uh, and I, I'd personally like to see him add a lot more end product to his game this season. I think mm-hmm. he's, he's top end numbers and possibly his passing uh, is the reason that he's not had a top move just yet. But I think... Ben can really nail down that position and, and play to his potential. We'll have top end championship clubs, maybe even Premier League clubs knocking at the door come the end of the season. Or knocking at his door because he'll be out of contract, won't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's true, unless we can get him to sign another one. Uh, but that, that seems <laughs> that seems off the table at the minute, doesn't it? <laughs> right, Joy, what about you? Where are you uh, on the, on this one? Well, I must admit, I my first thought was, uh, like you, Will, to put Wiles, but I've gone a little bit left field here and decided to go for Tyler Blackett. Okay. Because, um, you know, this guy's got experience, um, a lot of experience. You know, he has been in the Premiership as well. 
Um, it came to us uh, last year. Uh, what was it? The end of January, beginning of February. Obviously Hello, unfit. Yeah. Uh, but it's now, you know, I don't think he, you know, it didn't pull any trees up, but it didn't, you know, he was yeah. adequate, shall we say, uh, mm. uh, from when, when he came in. But, you know, he's had a, a full pre-season behind him. If we can keep him fit, you know, depending on whether, you know, he can fit in either a, a back three or a back four. So he's likely to possibly get games, particularly if Hall and Morrison are playing flip-flop with their injuries. So, you know, I think he, you know, he, uh, alongside Cam Humphreys, I can see him possibly being, that they have been the two key defenders this season. Uh, again, assuming that we can keep Blackett fit. Um, but, I, 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 you know, I just have a, I don't know why, just a little noodle in the back of my head. And I don't think he did at all bad in... In pre-season mm. at all. And I thought he, he, he's had a good pre-season. Well, yeah. A couple of games that he's played in. But yeah, Tyler Blackett mm. for me. He came with a bit of a, I don't know, uh, some some people criticize, under some, some a cloud of criticism. I can't even, I, you know what I mean, don't you? You know, people mm. were critical of him and said that he, 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 he but former clubs to this level. Yeah, uh, that he'd got a rick in him and didn't yeah. put the effort in, yeah. And, He's a central defender. He's going to have a mistake in him. They all do, mm. all of them. But for me, he seems to have been absolutely on the money um, and, and clearly more than capable of performing at this level. So I, I was just wonder whether he's one of those players that, that needs a home. You know, he needs to be somewhere he wants to be rather than just playing football for the sake of it. I don't know. Well, Who knows? They just feel a bit of love. Yeah. yeah, a bit of appreciation. You yeah, know, and if he's getting, uh, you know, appearances, then you know, maybe onward and upward for Tyler. Like it, like it, Matt. What about you on this one? Uh, I went with Cohen Bramall. Um, I thought at times, obviously, his pace helps him out a lot. When when things go badly for Cohen, it's fine; he can just run, and it yeah. tends to get out a lot of problems. Um, but I think it's time. It was really inconsistent last year, wasn't it? It was so inconsistent. He had. Times where he just looked unplayable. I think Burnley away, he was just sensational. Um, but then there were other times where he sort of looked like he half didn't want to be there. And mm. I don't think that was the case. I just think maybe his head dropped a little bit. Um, if he can find a bit of consistency with the tool that he's got, my God, he could be some player. So I think it could be, if he can step up this year, I think we could, uh, it could be brilliant to watch. Couldn't he? You know, if, if, he, if he gets that finds of consistency, he could be such a great player to watch. Yeah, I mean, if he gets the consistency... And, uh, and polishes up his final ball. He, he is, he would be unplayable. Mm. There's no question about it because his pace, like you said, get, gets him out of so much trouble. And defensively, nine times out of ten, he's as solid as a rock. He's, he's not bad defensively. Challenge, you know, and uh, yeah, oh, good call, good call. And Danny, what about you? I'm going to pull a second tier podcast and say the one that's going to get the most clicks and the most controversy. I'm going to say Tom Eaves. Oh no! <laughs> Is this going to be like one of them long-running jokes where one player who isn't even at club anymore still gets a rising, gets a breakout star every yeah. year? <clears throat> yeah, for better enough times, the money will eventually come in, even though I'm hundred quid down. But yeah, we don't need an explanation on that, do we, Danny? Because you can't have one, possibly. No, it's just it's just causing controversy okay. because I I know that no no one will pick him basically. 
<laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to have the um, the Nigel Farage reaction at the end of the season where he goes, "You all laughed at me," even though <laughs> even though it will end up being people laughing at me still at the end of the season. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, didn't you pick Tom Eves last season as, as I think a, you did, yeah as yeah. top as top goal scorer? I think it was last yeah, season. Was it, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, let's move on, shall we? Quickly, yeah. <laughs> so top goal scorer. Um, so that's the next category. Will, what about who's going to be the uh, Top goal scorer for you this season. Uh, I suspect this is going to be a player that's yet to be at the club. To be honest, don't see uh, Jordan Hugel getting any more than maybe six, eight this season. Uh, even though he's on penalties, um, I, I think there may be another striker that comes in and scores more. But I'm going to go with Andre Green, which is going to make me look very stupid if he does not sign. <laughs> <laughs> Averaging uh, 0.3 expected goals per 90, so we're looking about one in three, um, and that's a player that is has been uh, banded about in in every different position: left wing, right wing, right back, left back, up top. Um, you know, I think this is a player that, with the right coaching, with the right partner, which I think he might have in Hugo, he could an emphasis on Cody being be prolific. Um, I think he's come here to settle down and set roots, and I think this could be a really good place for him to find form. I, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And I think he, he possibly falls into that category that I put Tyler Blackett in earlier on, in the sense that he want if he's somewhere where he's happy, where he where he's is loved, if you like, and with a with a team that can develop him as a player, it will come on. He's clearly got quality. There's no doubt about it. He's shown that for us. You know, and 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 the levels that he's played at, and the teams that he's played for, he's you know, teams clearly see, coaches clearly see potential in him. So, um, he's a guy that came through Aston Villa's academy and was kept out of the team by a certain Jack Grealish. So, you know, you don't uh, play for those sorts of teams if if you don't have ability. I know things haven't worked out in in certain places that are quite close to Rotherham. Um, yeah. But you know he's he's gone away to to another country. He's he's honed his skills, and I think we've got a player on our hands, mm. as as he sort of showed against uh, Sheffield United. Mm. Did he mean it? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Good answer. I agree. We will definitely, definitely. Joy, what about you? Top goal scorer. Well, ditto moi, Andre Green. If he signs. I put a another, you know, because um, yeah. basically we've only got Hugh Gill at the moment, haven't we? You mm. know, uh, Tom Eves can't get off the uh, physio's table long enough to, you know, put even 90 minutes in, never mind score a goal at the moment. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a another um, and, you know, the guy that's, seems to be on the cusp of signing is Andre Green and he has shown in pre-season that he has got the skills it just needs that as we said that arm round him and he wants to settle in South Yorkshire it seems as well from what I'm reading between the lines mm. uh, with family and what have you so you know if he, again if he feels wanted appreciated then we're likely to get something out of him and he has got like Will says that background mm. It's a match made in heaven. Ideal. Nailed on. <laughs> Danny, what about you? 
Um, <clears throat> again, I'm Tell going me. to echo that. I think uh, no, he's not going to be Tommy. Um, I, I think I agree with Will that um, we might yet see the player that's going to be the top goal scorer, and they're not announced yet. Um, well, then again, Andre Green's not announced yet, but I do think Andre Green does have that desire and that hunger to do well coming to Rotherham, um, and that might push him over the line to become top goal scorer. I don't think there'll be much in it, being per- uh, being personally honest. Um, but it's likely going to be between him and Hugo, in my opinion. But I think Green will ed- just about edge it in the end. So, yeah, I'm going Andre Green as well. Fair enough. Are you going to make it a full house, Matt? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going Hugo. Uh, got five since, what, five since January in, in a relatively short amount of time. When he wasn't fully fit for... Half that time, probably. Um, he's on penalties, as Will mentioned. Another one, <laughs> Lincoln was pretty bad. Um, but I imagine he'll still stay on penalties. Um, if, you know, if he's played for half of the other teams in the division, so he's guaranteed for 12 goals, wherever it is, uh, whenever they come to New York. So I, if it, I, I think I could, we could, I could see Hugo getting 10. Um, I hope. But yeah, I, I like Hugo. Something about Hugo I really like. He just... It's what I sort of want in a striker. Add, if he could add 10 more goals a season to his tally, that'd be perfect. Mm. But he's just all around game and everything else is what I sort of really like in a striker. Um, I'm just hoping he can... If he gets 10 plus, I'll be really happy with that this season. If he gets 10, I think it'll be a good season for you. But... I think it'll be a really good season, yeah. And, and like you say, given that he's on penalties, I mean, we've all had a chance the opportunity to see this the penalty to Lincoln now. And I, I asked this question in all seriousness, not tongue-in-cheek, was it a bad penalty? Yeah. Because the goalkeeper, not only did the goalkeeper go the right way, he, he walked yards off his line to get there as well. So, you know, in, under normal circumstances, in a league game, that penalty is retaken. But 50% of the time, 60% of the time, whatever it is, the goalkeeper is going to go the other way. Then it's not a bad penalty, is it? You know, it's, I don't know, I don't know. Anybody else? Cool comments. Yeah, since it says Cafu for a top scorer. Um, Based on his history, I think it's unlikely, but you never know. He's on free kicks, as it, as it seems. Um, Nick Henderson, we talk about people that aren't with us. He mentions Keenan Davis as a link that's getting stronger and stronger by the day, which would be interesting. Uh, let's see. That's exciting. If, if that comes off, that's an exciting one, but let's not get excited because we've been excited before, haven't we? Um, yeah. Terry Fimmer says Kelly, if he gets the game time. I think that's the if, if Kelly played 46 games, he'd get a lot of goals, but he's not going to play 46 games, is he? As if we're all nice with each other. Um, and Kelly, uh, Palmer UK says, says as well, yeah. Well, mm. he was my he was my pick. He was, because oh, yeah. um, I, I think he'll get the game time this year. I think he'll get more game time this year than he has had so far. And if he does, he will get the goals. There's but no in my mind, if Andre Green comes in, and let's say Keenan Davis or somebody like Keenan Davis comes in, Kelly's back down to fourth choice striker. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. All right, fair enough. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next category. Uh, will, I'll come to you first on this one. Who will play the most minutes? Oh, okay. Uh, we missed most assists. Yes. yes. Oh, we missed that one. My apologies. <laughs> oh, oh, man. He had one job, didn't he? Just the one. <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, if you do that, if you have one job and you do it well, you'll be asked to do it again. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, there was 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Most assists, Will. Top assists, I will go with, I think it's pretty obvious this one. I'm going to go with Cafu. Uh, looks like he's going to be taking all the set pieces this season. Uh, Matt Taylor's already talked about how important it's going to be that we're a threat from set pieces. Um, I think he's probably got the best delivery from uh, dead balls that I've ever seen in watching Rotherham United. Uh, as of so far, uh, fingers crossed he can do what he's done in, in pre-season. Um but if I'm coming away from that set-piece threat uh, and I'm looking at his desperate, desperation to get on the ball, uh, his obvious creative eye, I think he's going to be so important to the uh, chance creation for us uh, this season. No team last season had less shots in the Championship than us. Uh, so I assume with him in the side, that will change uh, from what I've seen so far. I think the the big thing for us is we've got to keep him fit. Um He's not going to play every game because he's barely played for 12 months. But I think when he does play, he will have a big impact as we've seen so far. Yeah, I think you're probably right on that one. I think you're probably right. Matt, where, where do you sit on this one? Yeah, same again. Cafu, uh, them corners, particularly against Sheffield United, some of them were just vicious. Um, Richard, I mean, if Richard would watch that game, I suspect he'd be crying, oh, yeah. crying into his hands because he would have been loving to attack those type of corners. It'd been, he'd have got 20 goals in a season yeah. if he's attacking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Sean Morris is on a similar type where he'd be a wrecking ball as well. So if he can get that, the game attacking it, I see maybe Carol for his get, get a few more as well. But yeah, Cafu, um, so excited for the season to start and know him play as many minutes as possible. He, he looks, a, looks a top player, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does, absolutely. Danny, what about you on this one? Um, <clears throat> has to be Cafu. Done it, really. You know, like, like we said, with the set pieces. Um, and he's just driving his passing ability. You know, I think... I don't think it's quite nailed on that will be top assister, but as long as he stays on the set pieces and he's able to be, you know, like that tank in midfield and just drive forward and um, and get the ball into space for the attackers to run, run onto... Um, it'll be top assister, easy peasy. But yeah. again, it could be someone you will yet to see. True, that's true. That's true. It's like it's yeah. cafe, but with an asterisk in it. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no asterisk. I can't, I can't do an asterisk, mate. Not with my pen. Cafe, <laughs> cafe all round so far, then, Joy. What about you? Full house. Cafe for me, too. Fair enough. I mean, like you say, is, is if he's on set pieces, corners, etc. And it'll be interesting to see whether he uh, belies the hex of the number seven shirt. True. So uh, mm. let's see uh, if he can batter that seven shirt. <laughs> Question is, who was the when last, did we good last have a good seven? Yeah, who was the last good seven? The cell were yeah, good for right. about eight. Cal, the cell were good for about eight games. 
Those eight games, it was sensational, but it was only eight games. Tony Towner. Well, Mark Robbins. Matt, did Robbins play seven? Yeah, he did, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's not why. It's 20 years. Well, that's 20 <laughs> odd years ago, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose it's better than my 40, isn't it? I don't know whatever it is. So, anyway. Right, okay. A dearth of so, sevens, aren't we? A dearth of nines as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was Right, next one. This is right. This is the correct and uh, question in the correct order. Who will play the most minutes this season? Uh, Matt? Uh, I've got only Rathbone. Um, I'm hoping and praying that they've got to the bottom of this groin issue, which they're not talking about anymore, so I assume they have. Um, and if Rathbone plays the most of the minutes, then I think that'll be a successful season. We saw when he when he dropped out of the team post-Sunderland game, I think, last season, we saw how much it affected the team. We really missed his drive and his energy. Mm. Um, and, the, and he'll help do a lot of the other work for Wilesy. You know, if, if he plays with Wilesy, he can do the running while Wilesy can just sort of do his own thing, find his own space. Um, so, yeah, Ollie Rathbone. Fair enough. Will, what about you? Uh, just... Nipping back to Cafu just for a second, I think him and Ollie Rathbone will be having a competition for the most yellow cards this season. That's <laughs> um, in terms of this question, I think it's very simple. Uh, I think if if he's fit, Victor plays. Um, mm. Just on Victor, I've got a couple of reservations, if I'm honest. Um, he's statistically the best uh, performing goalkeeper last season uh, on a number of counts. And uh, actually last season, we conceded the least that we ever have in a championship campaign. Mm. That said, we also faced the third amount of shots, uh, the highest expected goals against us by some way in, in the league. And I think we've, uh, in terms of Victor, we've got to protect him a lot better than we did last season. This is going to be a stronger championship. And I think that if we have a dip in, in form from Victor, we're going to concede quite a lot of goals. I don't think I, I don't think Victor would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he don't want any. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure he'd just stand there himself and let 11 players take pot shots at him. But, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean and I agree with you. Absolutely. Joy, what about you? Victor for me too. Um yeah. Obviously, if he's uh, fit and healthy, there's nobody else going to be in this between the sticks unless he uh, leaves us. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't cry. <laughs> oh, you've really, you've really taken win out of sales there with that one. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling down now. Danny, cheer me up. <clears throat> <Bit>. um... <laughs> I'm going to say Victor as well. I think, uh, like, well, like we said, if he's fit, he starts. Easy as that. Um, do feel a bit sorry for Dylan Phillips because he'll be, you know, like the cup keeper. Um, but yeah, I, I think Victor's more or less nail on to be first name on the team sheet, really. Um, but again, if he stays, I have an inclining might stay just through my crystal ball. Um, <clears throat> but I also agree with Will, he needs a lot more protection this season because the Championship's a different kettle of fish this season. Um, but if we stop the supply with the defence, Victor will have less shots to face and will concede less goals. Um, so fingers fingers crossed that's the case. But yeah, Victor most minutes. I think you, you look at the defensive setup that we've got now and the signings that we've made in there and, and additions, 
I think defensively we're a lot stronger than we were last season. Without yeah. doubt. However, on the flip side of that, the league's a lot stronger as well. So that maybe one cancels other out. Who knows? Hopefully, we have a, a bit more defensive. Um, what's the word? Uh, defensive. Um, can't think of a word. But basically, like a, a more uh, consistent defensive pairing. Yeah. Because uh, it seemed to be a little bit swappy and changey <clears throat> last season. But hopefully, if Humphreys stays so fit, he's yeah. If Humphreys is fit, he sort of stays um, cemented in the back line, and then it's sort of like built round it with the experience. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, they all stay fit this time, like you say, but. The, the problem with last season was that the second that Matt Taylor actually thought about how we were going to play in defence on on the Wednesday, uh, they got injured on Thursday. So we're like, you know, we just you only had to think about it, and that's it. They pulled an hamstring. So um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see um, how we're going to put on. We asked for some predictions. So Simon Thorne sent us in his. So do you want to put that in now, Mick? And then we can. Yeah, you can if you want. Yeah, last three. Am I doing Today's... it? Are you doing it? I've got. I'll do. You you take a minute. I'll, I'll relax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, some, here's a fan prediction. Firstly, bonus point for the cap. All right, let's start with young player of the season. Next to Lemby Keezer. Breakout star, I'm going to say Georgie. This being the season where he actually becomes the star. He's not just Georgie the myth that we all love. He becomes Georgie the player. And I'll tell you why. I think the boss, I think Super Matty, now sees best how to use him. And I think he's going to go a lot more time on the pitch this season. I'm going to lump... Uh, top scorer and most assists together because I think it's going to be the same player for both. I think it's going to be Cafu. I think, again, with the proviso that if we keep him fit, there is not a defence in this league or a midfield in this league that will want to see his name on, on the team sheet. Player of the season. Assuming a ban on Victor and Ollie, I'm going to say Cafu. Why? For all the reasons I've already explained. I think the fans are going to love him and I think he's going to do a proper job for us. Where do we finish this season? Well, that's the multi-million pound question, isn't it? All I wanted last year was safety on the last day. We got that brilliantly this season. Same again, we'll do. But I think we're going to go better. It's going to be a season for miracles. The fans will all be united behind Super Matty. Big Tony is going to keep putting his hand in his pocket. And finally, third miracle. We're going to be in contention for a playoff place for a third of the season. Question for you guys is, is it the first third? Or is it the final third of the season? Up the Millers. <laughs> Simon. Positivity. Um, <laughs> is anybody being positive about a playoff push for any third of the season? We'll come to that, Matthew. Oh, we'll come to that, we'll come to that one, shall we? All right. <laughs> thank you, Simon. Yeah, thank you for that. Impressive. Very impressive. And, and, and that's cheered me up now, Joy, after your... After your deflating comments about Victor. <laughs> so, next one. Danny, you haven't had to do any research for this one. Simple yes or no answer. Will Matt Taylor be manager at the end of the season? Yes. Perfect. Easy as peas, easy as that, weren't it? Yes. Oh, you're going... Oh, right. No, I'm just answering. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, would you like to add anything more than that? Yes, no. I would. Um, that's not an answer to your question in, in oh. this case. And this is why I feel like I'll need to explain it. I'm going to go with no. Um, this is, for me, of all the questions that we're going to answer tonight, the most difficult to answer for me. I've got to admit, 
uh, and I'm happy to sit on this this hill on my own. I am not 100% sold on Matt Taylor yet. I think he's got this season to prove me wrong, and I'd love him. I'd love to be proved wrong. Uh, I'm told there's no one that works harder on the training ground. I like the additions that he's made to that coaching team. And certainly a direct approach to dealing with Tony Stewart seems to be helping the club to progress off the field as well. But let's not get away from the fact that our team last season uh, was the worst team in the Championship for eight to ten games. Let's, yeah, there's mitigating circumstances there. I concede the injuries. But if that's going to happen this season, I think it's going to be a long way back. Um, we had a pretty decent season start to last season. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, if he's able to do the same, it, it would put my mind at ease. When Matt Taylor first joined Rotherham, I described this as an 18-month uh, project in my mind. Given the dearth of upcoming talent in the Championship, I think if he has a good first four or five months, he's going to be poached by a bigger club, as long as the logistics work, of course. Uh, for example, I can't see him moving his family five hours away. Uh, and if it looks like we're going down, however expen- expensive it would be, I'd be surprised if uh, Tony Stewart doesn't pull the trigger because he's done it in the past. So that's that's sort of where I'm at. I've gone with no on that. Interesting. The thing the thing about him is, and I, I, I 100% agree with you um, about that, that period last season where we were just woeful, absolutely woeful. The the way I look at Matt Taylor is he's, he's a developing coach. Clearly, he's a young lad and he's developing and he's going to continue to, to improve. It's, that's the kind of person he, he clearly is. Um, I, I think he hope, I'm hoping that he's learned from those mistakes because he clearly made mistakes um, in, in that period. And um, the, the noises that he's making at the moment and... The uh, the signings that are being made and, and and everything else tend to suggest. I'm hopeful. I tended to suggest that he has learned from them, but we'll see. And I, I get 100 percent where you where you're coming from with that. Will personally, Joy, what about you? Uh, yes. Um, yes. Again, with the similar misgivings. I mean that that torrid time we had after the World Cup break was, you know, we, there was only one way we were going. But for whatever reason, you know, there were injuries, etc. But we did pull it round. And like you said, you know, it might have been by the skin of our teeth, but we did pull it round. And I'm hoping that he's learnt a great deal from that about himself, about his coaching, about his staff, about the players that are still with him. You know, obviously signed uh, the majority of those that were, um, you know, in the back four, you know, that experience. Hopefully they can stay fit. So, you know, I think they will have discussions, I would, for want of a better term, uh, in pre-season about how they're going to go forward. And the guy that they've got in, Green from Aston Villa, obviously, you know, he'll be coming in with these different viewpoints as well. Plus, I, I also um, trust that Tony Stewart wouldn't pull the trigger uh, so soon. Um, I mean, given what he did for the previous manager, you know, I mean, we were up and down like a yo-yo and I would assume that he would be given the same graces that previous manager was as well, even if we are unsuccessful this year. OK, interesting. I think that's a, that's a discussion for another day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully we won't be having that this season. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> right, OK, so Simon, 
very kindly just sent us that uh, that video in, and uh, he was. I like you, Simon. You're a lovely, lovely man, but that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculously positive. <laughs> so the next one, Danny, I'll come to you first. What is going to be Rotherham United's points total come the end of the season? <clears throat> Big one. Um, I've actually got this Second. one written down. <clears throat> um, How long is it? I'm going to say 56. <laughs> 56. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Well, so Matt Taylor averaged a point a game last season, as, as I'm sure most people have seen. I think by the end of the transfer market, we're going to have a marginally better squad than we did last season. Um, so if we say the team's improved 5%, so averaging 1.05 points per game, that would take us to 48.3 points. So I'm going with 48 points. All right. Okay. Will it be enough? We'll ask. We'll find that out on the last question, won't we? Joy, what about you? I'm going uh, for the same as last year 50. 50? Yeah. Okay. 5 0. And Matthew? I've gone in the middle. I've gone 49. <laughs> <laughs> Well, can I just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that you're very, very, very pessimistic in comparison to last night's totals. Oh, yeah. Lord, what were they? <laughs> well, Ben went 65. What? Bloody hell. 62. No, Ben went 62. I went 65. Oh, well, there you go. Worse. <laughs> I don't know. I've been on beer. I can tell. <laughs> I mean, I've heard someone predict as, um, to finish as high as 12, but points in the 60s, good Lord. Well, 65 will get you about 12, based on last season. Um, yeah. Listen, like we've all been around this division for long enough now to know and, and realise that it never, ever, ever throws up the results and, and the, the uh, well, the results that you're expecting, you know? Um, it, it, it we're coming into we're coming into a new season. All these massive clubs coming down, all these massive clubs coming up. One particular club are even massiver than the rest of them, and yet most seasons it never really pans out that way in this division, does it? Rarely does it pan out that way. Um, You've got to remember this year's. Say again. We've got the worst. We've got to remember we've got the worst team in the division. Worst of course we have. Yeah, and I accept that. And I'm, I, you know, we, I've been. That's been rammed down our throats for the last two or three weeks, hasn't it? And whatever, you know, um, it, it's never ever as simple. Never ever that simple. This division. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, there's a wide range of the comments. Mark says 59. Palmer says 65 to 70. If the rumours are true, uh, Terry Fenby says 60. Simon says 77 or 89. If the officials are honest with it. <laughs> uh, Simon John C. says 38. So there's a wide range of predictions in the comments. Um, well, time will tell. We'll see. We shall see. So, final question then. Um, putting to one side Simon's ridiculous optimism, which seems to have gone over the top now with 77 to 89 points. Um, and Danny, the officials being kind to us. Yeah, well, that'll be a, that'll be a day, won't it? <laughs> Danny, finishing position for Rotherham United. 
Ooh, based on my calculation of 56, I'm going to say 16th. Ooh. Okay. Seems fair. Matt, what about you? Uh, 21st, 49 points. It's going to be very, very close. Um, as relegation battles tend to be in the championship, uh, I'll take 21st all day, every day a week, especially this season. That way, how tough it's going to be. All right, fair enough. Okay, Joy? 20th. 20th. Oh, God, Benny, you're not very cheerful. You're like, Will, come on, cheer me up. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've flirted with three different finishing positions uh, over the last few weeks or so. Spoken to uh, people that I trust at other clubs in terms of where they're at and, and what they're expecting this season. I had as bottom three up until Friday, uh, Saturday night. When I heard uh, Gareth Ainsworth's uh, presser, <laughs> and now I've got us twenty-first. I do think, however, they will get rid of Gareth Ainsworth very, very quickly. I agree. I just think that that squad's not going to be good enough to stay up, and it'll be uh, QPR, Huddersfield, and uh, hopefully this doesn't get picked up. Sheffield Wednesday uh, to to go down. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott Kenson's question is with the points we've mentioned we will be relegated if not we've named three clubs I mean, it's unlikely you'll get relegated on 48 and 49 points obviously it does happen but the last few seasons it's not that's been enough to keep you up um, as Will's already mentioned three teams you could you could add maybe maybe Cardiff in there if things don't go as well as expected um, there's a couple of teams that could very well be down there and there's always one that you don't expect isn't there there's always one yeah I mean you've got, you've got to bear in mind that Everybody's singing the praises of Plymouth and Ipswich and saying, you know, they've, they've done this, they've done that, they've spent this, they've spent that, they've spent the other. It means nothing. It means nothing. You can spend as much as you like. Um, you've got to be able to put it out on the pitch consistently. And, and it is a big leap. As we know, it's a big leap coming up from League One into this division. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Say again? Ipswich will be fine. Well, you say that. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, they probably will. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sort of tip them for relegation or anything like that. But this division is an absolute killer. It's mm. an. It's a killer, and um, and you just don't know. And I don't think anybody is in a position at this stage of the season to be picking anybody that's going to finish in that bottom three, because just just nobody knows, do they? You know. No. So I mean, Gareth might turn it around. Yeah, anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's it. If anyone, if anyone does know the final uh, finishing positions, can I get the lottery numbers as well, please? Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I haven't seen anybody, anybody reasonable predict will stay up yet this season. So it's could be a case of defying the odds again, as we tend to have to do. That's rather behind. It's not defying the odds, though, is it? You, you, until the season starts, until it starts to settle down. You're not talking about defying the odds, are you? You define what somebody else thinks, and and you just you just can't tell. Um, I I think well, I think we're going to be flirting down that bottom end realistically. I, but there's a part of me thinks, well, maybe not. You know, mm. we have bought some quality in. We have bought some quality in. Um, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? But see what else comes in. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, right, anything else that we need to mention, talk about tonight? Uh, this is Rob Middle's picture show, but if there's anything, there's no signings, we've seen the rumours, but they are just rumours at this stage, so I don't think we'll get, I can mention we'll not get too excited on certain players coming in. Uh, is there anything else anybody wants to mention before we wrap it up? No, not for me, I think we're, uh, we're about there. Perfect. We will be back on Thursday, we will be doing the first preview show of the season where we look in a bit more detail as to what we expect just from the Stoke game initially. Um, and yeah, we will also on Friday the scout report. We spoke to the Stoke fan, uh, Michael from One Step Along the Way, I think it is the podcast. We spoke to him, he's going to give us the rundown of Stoke's really good transfer business in the summer. Um, and what how he expects Stoke's lineup and the, the, the task that they're going to put up for us. Spoiler alert, it's going to be a tough task. Um, probably so, yeah. How the behind doors game went on this afternoon again, Bradford, it got postponed. Oh, did it? At the request of Bradford, apparently. I swear, I was like, that's what Paul Davis reported. Um, I don't know if he found somebody else to play or not. I'm not sure. But we'll. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on, if they get anybody else. But it would have been nice to get some people like Andre Green a few more minutes, wouldn't it? Andre Green a few more minutes and other people like that. Still, obviously, nothing more on him, nothing more on Chris T here either. Although they hopefully will be hopefully done by the weekend, but who knows? Um, we shall wait and see. Um, right, well, uh, so thank you everybody for watching. Please subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. If you look on iTunes, Spotify, make sure you subscribe and give us a five star rating. As I mentioned, we're back in a couple of days, back on Thursday evening for the for the first preview show of the season, and so on and so on for the season ahead. Uh, Will, thank you very much for being with us tonight, and I hope some of your predictions are correct. And another's not. Will, no offence. <laughs> I knew that would come in. Uh, pleasure to be here, gents. And Joy, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. Great to be here, guys. And Danny, I've heard all the predictions tonight. I hope yours are correct with a 16th place finish of 56 points. I really hope you're right. Yeah, pleasure. maybe not the Tom Eves thing, but yeah, everything else I'll take fine. You know what? Right I now. would love it if that turns out to be right. I would love it. Mm. Or oh, Kevin Keegan. As long as he's not top scorer with three. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you for being with us, and see you later. Up the Millers. Up the Millers. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Slossy beyond Fodringham, and the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Duffy. He can hit them, and he does. Oh! No! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 